0: Hey guys, how you doing today? I turned 42 years old on April 25th. I just turned 42. I've been living a life of celibacy, you know, not having sex for the last eight years. The reason I've been living a life of celibacy, not having sex at all outside of marriage, is because I'm not allowed to. Right. God only allows marriage, sex between a man and a woman in a marriage. If I'm single, I cannot be having sex with people I'm not married to. That's sin. That's called the sin of fornication. Sex outside of marriage is prohibited to those who profess to be Christians. We cannot profess to be Christian and we're having sex with people that we're not married to. Sex is designed for the confinement, is a covenant between a man and a woman in a marriage. So by the power of the Holy Ghost, I was able to stay um, celibate for this long. And I thank the Lord a lot for that. Because I've been suffering for so long, I'm able. To, I'm able to draw closer to the Lord. If I was having sex with people I'm not married to, looking at pornography, I would to be close to God. The Lord revealed a lot of uh, things to me. If you look at my videos on my channel, I put a lot of prophetic uh, vision and prophetic dreams. God is not going to give you prophetic dreams and vision if you live in sin. Any sex outside of marriage does not come from the Lord, it comes from the uh, sick, homosexuality, uh, fornication, masturbation, all those sins comes from Satan, pornography. God wants you to be holy and blameless. Jesus is coming back for a blameless church and a holy church. You don't want to do that, guys. Even when you have sexy dreams, the first thing you gotta do is wake up in the morning, get down on your knees, and rebuke that dream. Rebuke Satan, rebuke the enemy. He's the one that's giving you sexual dreams, even though you're not sinning against God. As a matter of fact, because you are living a righteous life, that's why the enemy is attacking you. He's giving you sexual dreams. It's not that you allow a porter in your life, it's because you are living a righteous life. If you was living an ungodly life, you're sinning, you're breaking God's laws, the the enemy's not give you sexual dreams. He's giving you sexual dreams because you are honoring God. So let me read to you guys what it says in 1 Corinthians, verse 7. Now concerning the things of which you wrote to me. This is the, the church in Corinth, Greece, writing to Paul. It is good for a man not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, because of sexual immorality, let each man have his own wife. Let each woman have her own husband. Let the husband render to his wife the affection due her, and likewise also the wife to her husband. The wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. And likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Do not deprive one another except with consent for a time that you may give yourself to fasting and prayer and come together again um, so that Satan does not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. But I say this as a concession, not as a commitment. For I wish that all men were even as myself, but each one has his own gift from God, and one in this matter, and another in that. So what the apostle Paul is saying in, in Corinthians is that husband and wife should not should render to each other Intimacy. They're supposed to, you know, enjoy, you know, her body, the wife's body does not belong to her, belongs to her husband. The husband's body belongs to the wife's body. So, uh, 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 in in a godly marriage, in a Christian godly marriage, the husband and the wife supposed to be intimate with each other, um, you know, loving each other. You know, intimacy is not just sex. Intimacy is is about, you know. Um, carrying that person um showing love and, and taking care of that person and uh caressing them uh, you know uh, complimenting them you know if your wife put a nice dress on you say baby i, I like that dress i like going you do your head today you touch her head you caress her okay you show her uh um love that you appreciate her as, as your wife you do the same thing with your husband. When your husband wears a nice suit, you say, that's a nice suit that you wear. You know, you, you know when he gets a haircut. You know, those are kind of things that married couples what you do. And at night, the only time you guys should not be intimate, should not be having sex, is when you guys are fasting. When you're fasting and trying to approach it to the Lord, you take... Uh um, that time off, you know, because you're so intimate, trying to get close to uh, to Christ, so you're not thinking about sex. So you set aside sex. You fast away from sex. You do not have sex while you're fasting and talking to the Lord while spending time praying to the Lord. But if you guys are not fasting, you guys, you know, the husband may not want to have sex, but if the wife wants it. He should. She may not want to have like like you guys are one like you guys are supposed to. Your body belongs to each other. Your husband's body belongs to the wife, and the wife's body belongs to the husband. So you guys need to um, you know, live as you are one. So it's very important that because you don't want to let the devil tempt you, you don't want to let the devil come and devise you guys because you guys are not having sex. You guys are not being intimate with each other. The devil will come and trying to uh, uh, attack the the husband or, or because his wife doesn't want to have sex with him. so she you know what I'm saying like you guys, we are in a war. we are in a war That's the reason why it says in the Bible, do not uh, 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 your body belongs to your to your husband, the husband's body belongs to the wife, okay, Mary couple supposed to be having sex. You guys supposed to be having sex. And this is commanded by God. I mean, it actually says it in the Bible. I just read it to you guys. The only time you should not be having sex is when you fast. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you guys need to, if you're in a relationship and you feel like your sex life is not, um, is not vibrant. And, and, you know, you guys are not really, it's not exciting. You get down on your knees and you pray to the Lord about that. You don't go look outside your marriage. You don't go look uh, at somebody else at work. You know, somebody else, you, you know, some somebody you find more attractive than your husband or somebody you find more attractive than your spouse than your wife. You don't do that. You don't go outside of your marriage. That's part of the devil's plan to destroy your marriage. If your sex life is not exciting, it's Boring. You get down on your knees and you tell the creator of sex, God, to excite your sex life. Do not go look outside of your marriage. That's the that's the worst thing you know. You you you, you can't do. You know, God is here to to make you guys, especially married couple. God is here to to bless your marriage, to make your marriage exciting, sexually too. Okay, this is only for married people. If your sex life is not exciting, you ask the Creator of sex, God, to make it exciting. Okay, because He don't want you to be, to go look outside your marriage. You are married for life. He don't want you to leave your spouse and go look for some somebody on the internet or somebody on some dating website. Don't go look outside your marriage for excitement. You look for, if you need your marriage to be uh, fired up, you go to the Creator. He's the only one that could make your marriage exciting. I see married people, Christians, you could see the love there. You could see the presence of the Lord in that marriage. And some of them have been married for like 20, 25 years. But you see the presence of the Holy Spirit in that marriage. Because they go to Christ when they have power in the marriage. They don't go look outside. Okay? For whatever reason, if your spouse is not, you know, you know, when you guys were just married the first few years and then after you guys have children and the sex is not exciting anymore. Like you guys are not really intimate the way you used to be intimate. I mean there are steps, practical steps you guys will take. The number one step you need to do is to get down on your knees and and, and, and you don't have to pray with your spouse when it comes to something like that. Every night before you guys go to bed, you guys you guys need to pray together. The, the the family that plays together stays together. But if you guys have something personal, if it's like a, you know, um something that deal with sex where you feel like your spouse is not, you know, things are not that exciting anymore, your sex life is not as exciting anymore. You pray uh, alone. You don't have to pray with your spouse. You can pray by yourself and, 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 and talk to the Lord about that. He's your father, okay? God is your father. Stop treating him like like he's a stranger, like like he doesn't know what's going on in your personal life. He's your father, okay? Stop treating him like a judge and as a God. Yes, he's God. Yes, he's a judge. But but if you are a true believer, he's your father. Take a step back, and and and, and analyze your relationship. Spend some time with with, with the Lord one on one, and ask him uh, to excite your relationship. If it's whatever issues that you're going to, if it's you know you guys are not intimate the way you used to be intimate, tell the Lord to bless to to help you in that area. Or sometimes you might have to take a weekend. I'll uh, take three days off and you go to a cabin and spend some time with by yourself with the Lord. You could take some time off, spend three days away with your, from from your spouse, from, from from your kids. Spend like three like a three day uh, in a cabin. You really your Bible, spend time with the Lord, guys. Those are things that we need to do if we want to be blessed. Okay. If you want to be close to God, you need to take some practical steps. Stop reading your self-help book, okay, about relationship. A true born-again believer don't need to read no self-help book about relationship. We only have the book that we need. We have the scripture. Read uh, Songs of Solomon. Read the Bible. Get down on your knees. Stop reading self-help. Why is a Christian really self-help relationship book? Those things are not for us, guys. Those things are not for us. We don't need no self-help, but we really have the, book, the only book we need, which is the Holy Scripture. If we have issues in your relationship, get down on your knees, and, and, and sometimes, like I said before, Every night you guys need to pray together. But sometimes if you don't want to pray with your spouse, there's a special prayer that you want to have with, you have a a special request from the Lord, you want to spend some time with him, that's fine. There are some prayers you don't have to pray with your spouse. There are certain times you need to isolate yourself from your spouse. For example, like I said before, you go to your cabin, you go to a cabin, you spend three days in the cabin by yourself with the Lord. There are times in the scripture that Jesus will uh, uh step away from the uh, like he'll go away and 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 go in prayer. You know, he'll find an isolated place to be by himself in prayer. You don't have to be around people all the time. Sometimes you need time for yourself. May the Lord bless you, may the Lord bless your marriage. Do not let the enemy come in and um uh, and destroy your marriage. All right. Thank you, guys. Amen.